to this day, when I'm making a video, I get nervous. And I, and I remember watching like a round table discussion among celebrities and, and they were sharing the same sentiment to this day, when they make a movie, they get nervous. So that nervousness never goes away. You just have to learn to just let go and deal with it. It's almost like getting on a roller coaster. Just trust the process, right? If you're going to worry about the screw and the this and the that, you're going to, uh, uh, you know, you're not going to enjoy yourself. And if you don't enjoy yourself, especially on camera, it will come across and it will, will become cringe. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this special live episode uh, with Cash. I didn't even ask you how to pronounce your last name. I'm hoping it's Alavi, but it is <laughs> <Correct>. yes. <laughs> Yay. So uh, Cash is with us. I think a lot of you guys know who he is. You've probably seen him on social media. Um, he's one of our colleagues in real estate, but um, we've obviously enjoyed a lot of the video content he's been making over the last several years. So welcome, Cash. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Looking forward yeah, we're to We're excited. Yeah. Yes. So why don't we dive in? Why don't you just give us a little bit of uh, background, like where, when you started and kind of so, where you're at now? Yeah, I'll give you a, a bit. So we came from Europe um, back when I was around 10 years mm -hmm. old and uh, we, we've had some, uh, you know, hard upbringings and changing countries and having to restart fresh a couple of times. Um, when, we went, when we came to Canada um, and uh, my parents divorced, and so that was like the, the next challenge in, in my life. Um, and I went to live with my mom. I have three other siblings, which they're all sisters. And uh, I lived with my mom, my little sister. My dad was living with my two older sisters. And then when I wanted to go to high school, I moved in with my dad and uh, we didn't really have much space. It was like a two bedroom apartment. And, um, and I used to break dance at the time and I had a few hobbies. And so like I used to harass my dad. I'm like, why don't we have a house? You know, every, uh, all my friends have a house, they have a backyard, they have a garage, they could do these things and I can't. Um, so he was like, get a job and we'll buy a house. And uh, uh, so, so then uh, that's kind of what happened. So I got really lucky at the age of 16. I, we were going to French school at the time. So they had a big demand at this agency. They, I got hired with Bell, started making good money at the time with no financial commitments. And I saved every bit of cash I had um, and I brought it back to my dad. I think it was close to 10 grand at the time. And I'm like, here's my cash. And I think that motivated him and my sister at the time. So we kind of pulled our money, bought a house uh, in Baby Village. And uh, it started all from there. And uh, then my dad was like, you know, you're, you're, you still have to like give me a portion of the mortgage every month. And I'm like, uh, I wasn't planning on that because I got to go to school. So <laughs> I had the idea of like, let me renovate the basement and rent it out. And he was like encouraging me. He's like, yeah, go do it. And I, I went to Home Depot for a couple of their Saturday classes, just learning how to frame and this and that. Um, anyways, so I did that. I rented the basement, started making money off that. I started paying off the mortgage. And it really motivated me um, to learn more about real estate, learn more about rental properties, learn more about uh, the whole business side of it. Uh, and, you know, I, I, was, I was really like on a roll at that point. I'm like, I want to buy another house. I want to do the same thing which we did. We like bought another house a year or two later and we did the same thing. And then we flipped a couple of homes, so on and so forth. So that got me really interested in real estate. But at the time I was still working at Bell and kind of increasing uh, in the ranks and, and getting promoted while going to school. And, uh, you know, eventually uh, they closed down the department I was in. 
almost 10 years later. And I had luckily had started my real estate courses right before that. And so I decided there was a sign for me to go straight into it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And you know, and you know what? It's such a benefit. Like you've lived doing the things. Like oh, how yeah. much benefit does that give you when you're dealing with clients now? And you can speak from experience as a renovator, investor, flipper, renter, landlord, all those things. Huge. Like, yeah. And one thing that helped a lot was um, while I was in, in at work and while I was at school, uh, A, I was a good kid. Like I was, I had great relationships uh, with everyone. And B, uh, everyone knew kind of like what I was doing, renting, renovating, making mistakes. So when, when it came to real estate, they would come to me with their questions, um, even though I wasn't a realtor, but they, they wanted a friend's help. And so when I got into real estate, uh, it was kind of a bonus because I got some clients to start with uh, from those referral sources, right? Yeah. No, that's great. And everybody says, you know, start with your sphere, but because you had that background knowledge and everybody trusted you already, that just gave you that step ahead. So that's really great. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I know everybody wants to kind of hear about your journey with video um, because mm-hmm. there's so many engaging videos that you have. In terms of getting started with video, when did you start up on that um, journey into getting into yeah, creating the videos? So my dad was always like a video guy and uh, okay. he would have like those eight millimeter cameras back in Iran and uh, he would make some movies or films and, you know, home videos. Um, yeah. So when we were growing up and, you know, going country to country, we didn't have much, but whatever he could, he would always get us a camera. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I fiddle around with it. He'd always encourage me to, to, you know, make videos and I would make like stop motion videos with Lego um, or I would make like funny music videos um, for the family to laugh at. It was like my audience was like five, six members and that was it. Um, and it was really cool, like getting their reaction and they would like crack up. I'd be like, I have a new video I made and they'd, they'd all like sit down at the couch and like I'd put in the cassette and, uh, and then, you know, seeing their reactions, laughing, like cracking up was just like, it felt like so good, right? That was like Instagram before Instagram even existed. It was like, five likes in the room, you know, I like it. I like it. Uh, and so I, I think that's, that's what like planted the seed and, and the passion for like a getting a reaction out of people with something that I created. Um, and then, and then when social media, like fast forward years later, when I'm in the business, I, I realized, you know, I could do this, but I had some uh, reservations because I'm like, you know, I love the funny stuff. Um, I, I just love to laugh. I feel like that's the best medicine anyone can, you know, um, give themselves. And, uh, and it's also universal. Like everyone laughs. doesn't matter if your cultural background, your uh, income level, your class, whatever it is, uh, we can all kind of share the same laughs. And so I'm like, I can use that to my ability to stand out and get recognized. However, it was tricky because, you know, some of the jokes and stuff like that, it, it could be seen as not in line with, being a professional, right? Um, and it was like that at the beginning, but I think now with social media kind of evolving, it's becoming more of a norm. And even like big companies like Coca-Cola, Nike, uh, they're utilizing the same strategies and like, you know, laughter or emotional, uh, you know, reaction is always great to get that uh, client or the audience to remember you, right? Mm-hmm. So out of the gate, did you go with humor? right from the beginning with your videos or were you kind of mixing it up because of a nervousness about the professionalism? 
So yes, uh, I, but I kept it within a, a kind of a, you know, a frame of like, I have to remain professional. Uh, so out of the gate, the first video I made, uh, and I made sure I hired someone professional, like I really wanted to see what I looked like on camera. Um, you know, uh, and uh, so I did the one with uh, when my car breaks down, I got to go for a showing and I, I, I trade in my glasses and my watch to, for a girl's bike. And uh, I like race over to the listing. And then that's the first video I, I made. And that kind of encouraged me because then I got really good feedback from it. People were like, whoa, what is this? Because it was very professionally done too. And it looked like a legit like uh, commercial. And uh, and then I saw myself in, in that light and I was like, you know what? I could do this. Yeah. It's amazing. And so have you always done your videos with a professional videographer or mixing it up a little bit? No. So the first one was just very important for me because I'm like, if I yeah. make my own video and it doesn't look exactly how I wanted it, I didn't want to discourage myself. So I made sure right. the first one I did professionally to see what the process was like as well. Like I learned a lot from that process uh, for a lot of your followers or people watching. Um, I'm sure they want to also get into video making or at least start making content. So uh, I don't mind sharing all of those hurdles that I've had to go through. Um, and I'll start with when you get a professional to walk you through it, they give you kind of the um, timeline and how things have to kind of go. First, you start with an idea, then you kind of break down the idea into a shot list uh, of kind of like which shots you want to uh, to, to able to capture that idea uh, and communicate it to the audience um, and then how to organize it because the production also like if you if you're making skit comedy or like any skits uh, it's not just a stale shot you need to have a, a certain day a certain location a certain weather uh, maybe actors or people that want to be involved uh, so there's a lot more that goes into it props so on and so forth uh, and it all helps very much when you have you know, like a structure and you have something to go by. So idea, shot list, and then uh, what the props are, the days and the locations um, helped, helped a lot. It helped a lot for me to kind of how to go about it. Mm -hmm. I've got, <laughs> I always feel like I've got so many questions and I'm going to space them out. I'm going to, I'm going to start with maybe something I'm sure at some point you've dealt with it, although I find it hard to believe, but we talked before we started going on the air about the stuff we put out there that can be, you know, cringe worthy for people, the stuff that doesn't hit a tone or that we look back on and say, Oh, sh like, what, what was that? What was I thinking? Mm -hmm. I'm suspecting at least one of the videos you've put out there, you've looked at and been like, Oh my God, like, what was I thinking? Cons, not just one. So, well, I mean, it, it's interesting though, because you started professional or you started with a professional video. You said they haven't all been that way for people out there who are getting started. And I mean, the nerves of getting started seems to be what really gets people that like, I don't know how I'm going to look. What if it's terrible? What do you say to them about not, not only how to deal with if it is, because it will be like, we tell people you're going to make a crappy video, but like, what do you say to them about Doing oh, the best thing to going. say to them, um, you know, so for everyone who's watching to this day, when I'm making a video, I get nervous. And I, and I remember watching like a round table discussion among celebrities and, and they were sharing the same sentiment to this day, when they make a movie, they get nervous. So that nervousness never goes away. You just have to learn to just let go and deal with it. It's almost like getting on a roller coaster. Just trust the process, right? If you're going to worry about the screw and then this and the that, you're going to, uh, uh, you know, you're not going to enjoy yourself. 
And if you don't enjoy yourself, especially on camera, it will come across and it will, will become cringe. So you really have to let go. Um, the uh, second thing is like, there's tons of videos that I've made that I didn't like personally that I put up there regardless. At first, I would really hold them back. Um, later on, like even to this day, like if I make a video, I see it's half decent, like put it on there. Uh, I may not like it, but like we we're just discussing before we went live, uh, certain videos I don't like, some people love and certain videos uh, other people love that other, others don't like. So you can't please everybody. And I think the most important thing is stay true to yourself. If, it, if it's a reflection of who you are, a reflection of how you feel or, or the opinions that you have, don't be scared of sharing it. And uh, the great thing about social media is that if someone doesn't like you, they can just unfollow. It's that easy. Um, if someone does like you, they will follow you. And then you're building a following of people who are really encouraging you, which then fuels your fire to do even more. Right. So mm -hmm. That's, that's a great break. advice. That's, mm -hmm. that's such great advice. Cause there's sometimes where I put out a video and then I get no reaction at first and like, you're tempted just to take it down. <laughs> so how do you, like when you do put out a video, I mean, I think sometimes it's hard. I, I know for myself, it's very hard if you don't get any sort of reaction at all, like you're obviously doing it to get some sort of reaction. So do you, are, is your, like, what's your mentality when you post a video? Do you just kind of post it and then kind of move on with your day? Yeah, so you can't get over consumed with the likes and the, the comments. It's great feedback. Um, and this is, this uh, as a side note, is very important. You don't get fake followers. Um, and people don't realize the damage they're doing to their own account. Why? Because if you get a bunch of fake followers, you're not getting real feedback on your content. You can never improve yourself. You're getting a bunch of bots that will encourage you regardless of what you're putting out there. Um, so one thing is the feedback is great, the comments, the likes, but it's not the end all. The great news when it comes to uh, content making, the great news is that people will only remember like your last two, three videos, unless you really left the mark there. Like if you're on the streets wearing heels and, uh, you know, a wig, they'll remember that a little bit longer, but usually people will kind of forget. So if you made something really cringe, um, don't worry about it because you make another one and another one and another one. And people, people actually forget the ones they didn't like. If they didn't really, it didn't impact them in a, in a way, they'll forget about it. If they did impact them, they'll remember. And that's what you want. You want to impact them, whether good or bad. You want to engage them in, you know, and get their emotions going because that will, you know, uh, get the engagement. So, so when you're building videos and when you're putting them out there and whether you're storyboarding them all or not, is your goal more consistent, regular posting, or is it making sure that you've got the right big idea at the right time and you'll just put them out when it's appropriate? So I have a ton of ideas. Um, the one challenge I have is a um, managing the business. I have a very small team um, managing the business and family life. Um, video takes a lot of time, right? It could, it could very well be a full-time job in itself. Uh, that's why it's very important to leverage it and have the right people to help you with it. Uh, unfortunately, if you're someone like me, who's a bit more passionate about your ideas and more creative, uh, it's hard to let go of that aspect. Um, I've given, I've hired people here and there, and I've ended up like taking it back for myself. Like I want my ideas and I want, uh, for me to do the shot list and I want me to edit it because I know what I have the vision. Um, it would be much easier if I leveraged it and gave it to someone else. So Going back to your question is consistency is very important. 
But unfortunately, I'm not a role model to look at when it comes for that because I'm not very consistent. Um, and that's really the ultimate goal is to find a way to become more consistent. But obviously, business and family is first. Um, health is first. So uh, the content stuff, I could get organized a little bit better, uh, you know, like maybe bulking it. Uh, the only issue is that when you're doing like skits uh, and you need the props, you need the locations, you need the actors, whatever, it's hard to do like 10 videos in one day with different clothes and then put them out consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a challenge that, that's, uh, you know, that I'm trying to deal with. So consistency is very important. You don't have to be like consistent, like every day, uh, because it also consumes you mentally. If you get too involved in social media, it could also diminish your creativity because you're not only posting, you're also looking at whether other people are doing and, and, you know, we're all human. So it's very easy to get caught up in, Oh, this person did this. I should have had that idea. And like, I wish I did this. Oh, they got 400 likes. Why did I get only a hundred? You got to forget about all that stuff because like, I always say, this is a great advice for everyone out there. We're all, if our lives are like a book, we're all in a different chapter on a different page. We can't compare my page to your page, right? So if you're doing really good at something, whether it's social media or business, as long as you're progressively working to bettering yourself in that, in whatever you you want to get better in, whatever your goal is, you shouldn't be comparing yourself to someone else because you don't know what their journey is. You don't know how far they've traveled to get to that page. So um, so that's the thing with social media. There's a lot of comparing and, uh, and that's where you get lost. That's where the content starts to, you know, your, your personality kind of starts to uh, diminish because you're now trying to copy others or get inspiration from others. Right. Uh, sorry, I'm all over the place. I have a bit of ADHD. I, I, I hope that answered your question. <laughs> that, that's bang on advice though. That's, that, mm-hmm. that's just like, it applies to every aspect of our business. Like you were saying, it's not just social media, but social media has perpetuated that issue for people quite a bit because exactly. it shows us in most cases, the best of everyone else, right? Mm-hmm. People don't want to show us the behind for the most part, people don't want to open yeah. up about their 100%. journey or their faults. Which but, is funny yeah. because if you, if you think about it, and if you really pay attention to those who are doing really well on social media, a lot of the ones that put their vulnerabilities out there and uh, don't polish their content as much, they end up getting more engagement, more followers um, and better traffic because people are not stupid. They know everyone polishes their posts. But when you have someone who shows their true self and doesn't polish it as much, like putting myself out there with some of the videos that I've made, um, it shows a side of me that, hey, I'm willing to make fun of myself I'm just a human being like you. And it's made it so much easier for someone to just reach out to me. And when I sometimes, sometimes I'll run, run into people who follow me and they're like, I follow your content, you know, like I, I and I can see their big smile, like, because they've already have this image of me in their yeah. mind that like, I'm funny. I'm, I'm, I'm myself. I'm very laid back and they can approach me. Right. So being vulnerable is not bad. It's a good thing to show on, on video. And sometimes you make mistakes. Making mistakes is great because it yeah. makes you more human. Absolutely. I mean, we definitely need more of that. And it's nice to see that you do do that because it just makes, I think people just really struggle with that 
initial video or that initial point in putting themselves out there. And I also think there's a lot of people out there that see you or, um, you know, other agents that are just so funny and have such a great entertaining video. What do you say to those people that might not just, they're just not funny and that's okay. Like what, what would you advise them if they do want to get into video? So that's completely fine. What I think the best thing to do is one great thing that's come out of social media is that it's kind of like a mirror where I get to look back on myself. And uh, what's very important with social media is that you have to truly find yourself. And when I say find yourself is you have to know who you are. Are you funny? Are you uh, analytical? Are you someone who uh, has a lot of knowledge that you want to share? Are you good at something? You know, uh, it's very important to like do a lot of digging deep. Um, the good thing is you don't have to have it all figured out on your first video. The great thing is just make videos of things that you're passionate about. And it doesn't have, if you're a real estate agent, you could do real estate, but real estate is such a broad industry. It has, it, it could be a thousand and one other things connected to it. Like you could do, you could talk about neighborhoods and restaurants that has to do with real estate because that's, you know, the rest the best restaurants in an area, for example, or um, renovation tips or like do it yourself kind of videos. Um, and that's also related to real estate because you can tie it back in and say, this is how you can improve the value of your home yourself. Um, so it doesn't have to be funny as long as it's genuine, right? As long as you don't take a concept from someone else and try to copy it. If someone tried to make my videos, um, like copy the exact, it may not come out the same. Uh, they may do it better if they're funnier, um, or they have a, you know, a better looks than me. I don't know, but it could, uh, it could also, it, it just won't be exactly the same. So, um, I think, I think the first thing to do is just make content without really overthinking of it and just get going, then tweaking it towards the direction you want to go in. If it does help anyone, you know, I've been doing it for like three, four years. I'm still trying to find the right path. And I can feel like, if you look at my page from top to bottom, you can kind of see an evolution of like where I was at and which direction I'm kind of going in, had a bunch of kids in between um, that kind of swayed my vision on things and my priorities. Um, and so like, it's the, you know, social media is like a train you get on and it kind of takes you on this journey. And the more content you make, the more you, that journey will be um, specific or that it'll be clear. Yeah, right. It, it hones in. And yeah. And I think yeah. you're right. Like, when someone just puts something out there without relying on copying or trying to do what they've seen, that allows them to be like, that's when you're authentic. You're not authentic. Like by definition, when you're doing something somebody else did, mm -hmm. maybe you like the idea and you can deliver it in your own way, but it's a lot harder to be yourself when you're exactly. trying to be somebody else. <laughs> right. Like, and, and that's important too, because it's tough to, to get ideas. So it's okay to like look at videos and get ideas from those videos it's, it doesn't, you don't have to invent a brand new idea. You can just innovate. So take someone's idea, maybe in a different industry and then put your spin on it, make mm -hmm. it your own. Um, and that's okay too, because uh, obviously for a lot of realtors uh, who are not maybe passionate about making content, but they know they have to going forward to get the business. Um, you can start that way too. So you can start with a template um, and even if it's standard and it's similar to everyone else, it's okay because at every step of the way, you're learning something. So even if you copy my video, it's not a bad thing. Go ahead and do it uh, because A, it'll make you a bit, it'll teach you how to get comfortable on camera. 
It'll teach you how to maybe edit a video, how to put something together, how to post, how to engage with your followers. Um, so you're still learning a lot, even though maybe your idea um, isn't original or it's not the greatest. Um, there's so many things to learn off of social media. And I, when I started, I'm like, I got to first get comfortable on camera. And if it's any comfort to anyone watching, uh, I used to have like, like crazy sweats when I was on camera. I couldn't even talk. I used to be like, my voice would, would tremble and uh, I, I could barely speak. And so like, then I went back to drawing board. I'm like, okay, I got to make videos that are like just one liners because I can't talk too long. I'll forget what I'm trying to say because I'm thinking of a thousand things uh, and so on and so forth. So uh, it's nobody has it figured out on the first try. No one's a natural. You just got to work towards it and, and you can make it easier on yourself. So you could do a lot of videos that don't have long uh, scripts. You could do very short scripts, mix it in with like uh, clips of the house or whatever you're showing. And then you could do voiceover, which is easy to, to do behind the scenes. You can do one line at a time and put it all together. And it sounds like you did the whole thing as a script. So there's lots of tricks and uh, to make yourself look better. And the great thing is once you start looking better on camera, you actually start saying like, you know, that's me. I did a great job. And it gives you more, more confidence and then you get better. <laughs> so, you know, mm -hmm. you kind of like fake it to make it almost. Well, and, and I mean, you, you mentioned your progression and your page and what people will see. So I think that's a good segue to me actually trying to share a shot of your page here. And let's take a look at some of this stuff. Everybody's like, okay, you're calling that this guy's so funny. Let's see what this guy does. Let's see what this guy does. Uh, and uh, there's, there's a ton of favorites that we were talking about, but are you guys seeing your page there? Did I share it? Okay. Yeah, yeah I can see it. Cool. So for everybody who's not yet following cash, this is his page here. Pretty simple handle. That's right there. First name, underscore, last name. Follow him. By the end of this, he's going to be at 7,000 followers, no doubt. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, but uh, I think what you were saying, like when I, when I was looking at this too, and I was looking over time at some of this, um, there is a bit of a progression to the feel of it. I mean, I think you've got kind of a consistently professional look. I, I didn't, maybe I didn't go back far enough. I don't know if you were ever out of a suit, but I think no. you, you can definitely see even just the mood of the videos without going into a video. Like when we look at Toronto Realtors in winter here, some mm -hmm. of these cover images and maybe before we show a couple is in Instagram is like, that's like home base for you. Do you also like operate on other platforms with a lot of video content or this is where the, the, the so, home is pretty much. Yeah. So Instagram is my main platform. Um, I, people kept telling me, Hey, you should do it. Put, put your stuff on TikTok. It'll do well. I did. It's a whole different language. Um, TikTok versus uh, Instagram. TikTok is uh, music driven. So your videos would do well if you uh, use a, a trending audio uh, where Instagram is, gives you the ability to like, uh, you know, show more of yourself, do the stories. Uh, now TikTok does stories as well. So they're very similar now, but um, Instagram, I just got used to, and that was my first platform. I would say start with one platform. Don't try to overstretch yourself because it's just, you're just giving yourself more anxiety. Um, if you're trying to go further, further than that. Um, yeah. yeah. And then the suit thing, cause you mentioned, is there any videos of me not in the suit? Uh, there's actually a backstory because I went to Catholic school and it was a uniform and at first I didn't like it, but I quickly realized that like being in a, in a uniform was the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. 
it cut down my bills on like shopping for clothes. Uh, I really started to feel comfortable in a suit, um, you know, with the tie. Sometimes I would sleep over at my friend's house, wake up the next day, go back to school, and uh, no one would know because it's the uniform. <laughs> so it did me really well in school. And then like when I got into business, I, I just, it was just comfortable. It was like, it just fit. So it was hard to take the suit. The one thing that I did do recently, if you've noticed, I've shed the tie. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to have like the whole nine yards, but I realized over the last little bit, like the whole suit thing is starting to be uh, associated with like Bay Street, Wall Street, uh, the banking execs, salesmen. It's It has like a little bit of a bad, uh, you know, people don't trust uh, those salesmen that are always like in a suit and a tie. So to kind of be able to connect with people a bit easier, I, I shed the tie at least. And uh, I'm, I don't really have too much of a sense of style, but my stylist guy who helps me buy my clothes, he kind of gives me a bit of tip of what to buy and what not to buy. So that's, that's the history behind my outfits. That's, that's so interesting. And like looking at, and I mean, I know views aren't the be all and end all, but you're definitely like, you're consistent. Like there's definitely some that have gone like viral, viral, but overall, like they all seem to be getting really consistent viewership. Do you like, do you take that feedback and kind of make, you know, for, for, for future videos, or do you just kind of put out whatever you want and just kind of I just put out whatever I want, whenever I want. Yeah. Um, okay. what I noticed though, if you look at the viewership, like the views, uh, if, if you're consistent with your videos, Instagram yeah. notice that, and then they'll start to share it a bit further. If you stop for a while and then you start again, like if you look at my recent videos, they're like back to like 10,000. Um, at at the peak I was hitting, like, I have one video that's like 250,000 views. Mm -hmm. I have like 58,000, 60, uh, there's like 110,000 views. So like when I was consistent, I was hitting there, the, there, thereabouts. And then, and then if you go kind of dry for, for a while, cause like, I'll take like a month off with the kids and I really want to unplug my time with the kids being with family unplugged and my, with my full attention on them is very important to me because that's something I'm not going to get back. I can always make yeah. videos later on, but having my kids at this stage of their lives and giving them my full attention is, uh, uh, is very important. That one Valentine video, my wife didn't like at all. She was like, ew, it's, uh, it's kind of like creepy. Which one's that? It's the one with the girl, like that's yeah, licking the, oh, the up there. Thing. Yeah. You go up a bit more. Go up uh, a bit. Right above right the there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she's like, I, didn't, I didn't like that one. Um, she, she said, and I was like, you know what? It is what it is. Like those who know me, they know I'm not a creep. Like, uh, <laughs> but it, it was just an idea and, and I just tossed it up. Um, yeah. That's okay. So well, we, right, we've, we've, we've got to watch a couple. Which yeah. one? We, do we want to watch the creepster one or should we, <laughs> should yeah, we watch let them them? see the creepster one? Why not? Okay. I, I, I want to make sure I'm assuming the sound is going to come through here, but just like wave your hand if it's not working, but okay. So here we go. You have to press the volume at the bottom. Oh yeah, there we oh, go. Oh yeah. <laughs> like this scene here, the guy humping the, the walls. <laughs> <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> so yeah, it was a little bit uh, aggressive. Um, 
but the point was that the the couple loved the house so much that they were like making love to it. Yeah, so that's good. amazing. Yeah, so good. And but but it's it's on. I don't want to say it's on brand because, like you said, you're not a creeper. <laughs> but like it's it's on point with when you're putting it out there. It takes the generic Valentine's whatever post and makes it something people are actually going to want to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we're seeing with a lot of these too, like you've been evolving your cover image game a lot where like that's what draws people into going further right like when they look at it it's going to be very like when i see this picture of a dude standing in water like now i need to click it to see what it is right or spooning a dog or whatever (laughs) and i don't know i mean i kind of want to see what this water one is i don't don't know what it is but i I haven't seen this one so I'm, i'm gonna i'm gonna go to it It was a Canada Day post. <laughs> yeah, it was not, that one was something. We were camping, actually. And uh, I'm like, wait, I have a quick idea. I'll bring my my suit that I don't want to wear anymore. And we'll just do a little happy Canada Day. Um, That's cute. A couple tips. Like, as people are, are looking at this, I would say, uh, because I've seen a lot of realtors in my office will come to me and be like, what do you think of this? Or, like, can you help me out with, with the video I want to make? Um, even at the car club I'm a member of, uh, so they'll show me a video and then they'll have like super long clips. Uh, people's mm-hmm. attention spans are so short. The first yeah. three seconds of your video is super important. That's why like the thumbnails, like, you, you know, I, it, it's like kind of baited you to click on that one. Cause I was in the water with a suit, um, yeah. you know, like uh, having a wig on or whatever, like the first few seconds has to almost capture the attention to keep them there. And then, uh, and then I would say, use short clips. There's always got to be something changing in your video. If you have a still um, shot, it won't do as well. Uh, even though I, I will have some still shots, mostly the, uh, the, the tips and stuff like that that I'm giving. Um, but mm-hmm. I, try to give, I, I try to keep my, my tip videos or like real estate related stuff, if I can, under 30 seconds. Because yeah. people, people will give you 30 seconds, but then after that, if you're going on and on, and we have to remember as realtors, a lot of people are not in the industry. They won't understand half the things you're talking about. So you yeah. only have to present them with a one liner and that's it. And then like, let them digest and make another video, but another one line too. Um, yeah. Right. Well, that that's, that's important too, because there's a point to making these. Like you're not just doing it to be, to like, to win an Emmy, <laughs> right? Like th- this is the entertainment is your vehicle to business ultimately right so without getting to the point at some point in the video or at least through the progression i i I don't know if every video you put out there has a clear business ask necessarily right i don't think they all do but people get to know you over time and like you said as they continue to follow your stuff they know what you do for a living right like yeah and the other other thing is like i want to say is most of the ideas i have for these videos there is an underlying professional message behind them. I don't know if people have noticed. uh, Sometimes they could go unnoticed, but subconsciously you'll pick up on it. Like, so that one where the red card, that's the first video I ever made. That's the one I was talking to you about, the Mm -hmm. professional video I made. Um, Okay. And and the message of that video was, I will get you to see that house or I will make myself available to my clients regardless of whatever it takes, right? Yeah. you can uh, you can click on that if you want to show it. 
Cash may look like a real estate agent. He spoke like what? Cash. Hey, Cash, is this place on Glenowen still up for sale? I'll be right there. He certainly drove a car like one. So my car breaks down. <laughs> stupid. She looks stupid. <laughs> so I give her my watch and my, my thing, and I take her bike. See? Cash wants it. Your average agent of real estate. He was prepared to do. Whatever it takes. Yeah, so that was the first video I made. And uh, um, and it had a it had a decent uh, decent feedback. It kind of got me started and encouraged. But the message there was, I'll do whatever it takes to get you there. Um, yeah. And like, if you if you really do look at the other videos and like, although they're funny, I try to have a professional message uh, planted in there that either yeah. uh, it shines light on who I am or my service and and so on. Right. Like even the one where I, I was in the heels and the wig. It was like, because I keep seeing, you know, you scroll on TikTok and you see like, you see like all these videos of people that just show their outfits or whatever. And here I wanted to say, there's a lot of realtors that do that too, but yeah, you know, if you're choosing someone, don't just choose them based on looks. And that's what it was. Absolutely. Yeah, we, I love, we gotta watch I love that, that one. one. Gotta yeah. watch that one. Cause I love that one too. But that one just, yeah, that has a really good message. <laughs> it may not be as cute as some other realtors. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, but I have a ton of knowledge and experience. Yeah. Higher based on knowledge. Experience Quick and results, simple. Not Quick, looks. simple, yeah. impactful. And you know, another thing that I think goes overlooked by a lot of, in our space, a lot of the content that realtors are putting out there, they might not realize it, but it's more them flexing to other realtors than it is reaching mm. out to consumers. Like the actual people they want to gain the attention of. Exactly. And that goes back to your yeah. not caring about what other people are doing thing, right? Mm -hmm. And when we put stuff out there, at least unless unless you're recruiting or something and there's a reason you're reaching out to our own industry, mm -hmm. do it for the benefit of the people you're trying to reach. And your videos do that. You're giving professional messages to your would-be clients, not to other realtors necessarily. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, it's very easy to fall into the same template as everyone. And unfortunately being in real estate for some reason we have to flex all the time we have to show that we're successful we made it and that's how we're going to get more business you can do that but subtly you don't have to do it loud you don't have to have a rolex watch you know like i don't wear expensive accessories um and like as long as you're well put together you're well spoken um and you're active people will know that you're successful because you're out there and you're making things happen um, you don't have to have a Rolex. Like sometimes I'll watch like these realtors and it's like a shot of like a Ferrari and it's like 90% of the time is the Ferrari and like the slow motion, the coming out with the glasses. And it's like, is it, is this like a modeling video? And then there's like a small clip of the video the, of the house. That's completely fine. Like it may connect with other people that are like obsessed about cars. Like it could work for you. Um, right. so there's no one way of doing it, but in a sea of realtors that have like, the same type of videos, it becomes an easier task to stand out because all you got to do yeah. is not do that. Right. Yes. Yeah, so. exactly. No, that would be so good. And like for, for you right now, what, what portion of your business does come from your videos, from people watching them? That's a great question because the first uh, like two years, I, I didn't get anything. Um, and, and there's a, a good pattern. message. Good to know. 
yeah. there's a pattern, but like, but like 2021, I did almost 200,000 just from social media, wow. Um, wow. which was a, a big chunk of my, uh, you know, like, uh, yeah. leads from, from online. Yeah. Um, but, uh, a good thing to, I was going to say something. Um, yeah. Oh, so um, I, I, I'll use some of my own experiences, like, like things that I have gone through or done, um, to come up with ideas as well. Like funny mm. stories that I'll remember funny clients, uh, like the one where I, I dressed as an Arab guy at a wedding. Uh, that actually has a lot of truth to it. Like growing up, we went to a Catholic school and there was a lot of Egyptians in our school. And uh, a lot of them turned out to be doctors and pharmacists and stuff. And I'll visit their church every so often. And, uh, and I'll get a lot of business from that community because many of them don't want to give it to their close family and friends kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I'm like the odd one out there at that church. Uh, I'm not Egyptian. I don't, I don't speak their language, but they know of me, they know my family and so on. And I know them. So it's a tight community, but they'll, I'll go like, I'll go to their weddings. And then the whole thing turns into like a lead generation wedding for me, because like, <laughs> I'll come to the, oh, hey, like I have a question for this. So I kind of took the idea from there. And it's like, it's funny because I'll go to these weddings and I'll dance with them. I'll uh, like pretty much imitate them. Uh, and in return, like I get all this business and leads out of it. So um, I use that as, a, <laughs> as like an inspiration. Yeah. Oh, that's so good though. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it just shows who you are and that makes, I I would imagine that makes even the people that come through that might not know you already, they already know you because they've seen all of these great videos and they know exactly what to expect when they meet you. So it's just, it's just such a much more natural and organic way to, to get your business. You're not, you're not like being that sleazy salesperson trying to sell people. Yeah. 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 One thing um, I did want to say, like for anyone that's looking to, to get into content making, um, making videos, social media, uh, I personally have noticed this where there is like, there is a little kind of a template of a journey that you, you'll go through. Like you won't, yeah. you'll go from not posting anything to posting something and every one of your followers will encourage you. So you'll see your yeah. first two posts will do really well. Um, yeah. And then you'll kind of put more posts out there and then it will kind of die down. Because mm. people's mentality is like, let's support this guy. Yay. He's putting content out there. We want to see more. We want to see more of him. And then after a while, it's like, okay, now we get it. Like you're trying to, you put can a stop lot of content. now. <laughs> you, you can stop now. Or like, you don't need my encouragement anymore. Obviously you're going for it. Um, yeah. And then, and then once they see you've been consistent for a long time, then they'll come back and be like, you know what? Good for you for keeping it going. So, yeah. but not that you should be really paying attention, but that's, that's usually the trajectory. And you know, they, there's a lot of talking about like the haters and stuff like that. Um, I always say, don't focus on haters. I hate that language. I, I hate that people say, oh, you know, F my haters or like this and that, because mm-hmm. it will only make you focus on that aspect of it. Um, focus more on the people that are encouraging you or like giving you feedback and uh, the people who are honest, because then you can go to them and say, you know, what do you think? Like, I always ask my wife, like, was this too creepy? Was, was I too, uh, you know, cross the line? I love making things that are borderline, like provocative where people are like, whoa, whoa what, is he, what is he doing? Yeah. You know, like, because right. I want to get that emotional reaction. So, yeah. Well, that's, oh, that's it. I mean, it's, it's like what they say, like, there's no such thing as bad press, right? Like, even that's if, exactly. even if it, it gets, as long as you're not being offensive, being mm-hmm. provocative or being against the grain is often a good thing. Cause it just means you're going to get more attention and 
And if the attention teaches you that it was the wrong direction, it's like you said, you know, it's out there, move on, right? Like you, yeah. you've got the feedback. So mm-hmm. from a, from like a technical perspective, because again, like a lot of people watching are, are interested in maybe doing this for the first time and maybe get spooked by the idea of professionals and big equipment and things like that. When you're not doing it with a professional and with a team behind you, is it really just like yourself and a phone or, or like, what are the, what's the baseline that you would tell someone to start with for video? So this is the thing, a professional video will cost you like a real, depends on what you're doing. If you're just doing like, like a tip video and it's a stale image or whatever, a stale shot, it'll probably be like 200 bucks for someone to take it, uh, put the mic on you, blah, 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 edit it, so on and so forth. If you're doing like a skit stuff and you want to do a few different locations, it could go into six, seven, eight hundred, two thousand dollars and up. Um, I can show you like my phone here. Like you'll see there's like tons of footage that are of me like retaking, like, you know, mm, retaking yeah. and retaking the video because I wasn't happy with it. So a lot of it is done on my phone now. It doesn't take much. We're living in the best time for content yeah. because you have everything you need right there. Uh, yeah. All you need to do is watch some YouTube videos on like lighting tricks, uh, you know, because mm. lighting is very important. Sound is very important. Um, and keeping your videos short uh, and like entertaining. Um, so there's a bunch of little tricks and tips you can learn off of uh, YouTube. Um, but what I would say is maybe do one or two with a professional just to see what their process is like. And then imitate that process on your own phone. Um, you will have to ask someone to hold the camera. I had my assistant do that. Um, sometimes I'll have my uh, teammate do that. And, uh, and just get over the, the, the fear of it and just do it. Because the great thing is, if you don't like your video, you don't have to post it. So make yeah. a video. Stop tripping out on camera. Just do it as if you're not going to post it. It's for your own life, for your own sake. And if it turns out great, put it on. Yeah, that's that's great advice. I mean, so much great advice that you've given us. It's, it's been amazing. Um, so as we wrap up, what is, what's next for you? What are you working on or what kind so, of goals do you have? Yeah, my biggest goal right now. So I've done pretty well with like, uh, and ever since the pandemic, it's kind of cut the fat of like, you know, my time, uh, my schedule and stuff. So my main focus is like family, business, health, and like, uh, you know, miscellaneous, like, uh, things that are recreational with friends and stuff. Uh, going forward, because I have so many kids, I really want to do more um, things that will put me in more of a leadership, coaching roles, uh, helping others, um, you know, and uh, and to be a better role model for my kids because the skills that I'll acquire there are, are interchangeable, like between my how I manage the household, how I coach my kids on, you know, their personalities or whatever and also coach people professionally as well. So I feel like that's what I want to do over the next few years, obviously continuing real estate, uh, but maybe down the line, move more towards marketing or content making or something like that. So we'll see what the future holds. That's exciting. It's such a great goal. And I could see it totally working for you. And I think as our industry evolves, like into more video and marketing and that kind of thing, that kind of service or your your advice would be very, very valuable. So that's exciting. People just want someone to hold their hands and like tell them, hey, I've gone through it. You can do it too. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so everybody because cash is probably going to be your coach in the next six months. If you're not, 
If you're not, once again, I'm going to tell you again, follow him on Instagram, cash underscore Lavi. Go to his website. I don't know if you want them to go to your website, but it's your name also. So it's easy to remember. So yeah, this, I mean, it, it's this is what the industry is all about. It's people who are open and willing to collaborate and help one another. That's why we were so thrilled to have you on with us today. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what makes the industry a better place. And really, I mean, anybody who's listening or watching and has whatever opinions about the real estate industry forget about the 0.002% of people who aren't collaborative and think about all the people who are helping each other succeed. Cash is right at the forefront of that. We thank you for joining us today. 100%. And, and the uh, last, uh, last bit of thing I want to tell everyone, if, if you're a realtor, you're struggling with something, shoot me a DM. I'm not the greatest at getting back right away, but I will eventually. And I, I'm a completely open book. A lot of the guys here at the office, uh, they come to me, whatever question it is, whether it's family, whether it's video, uh, you know, I'm always, uh, willing to help. Amazing. That's awesome. So take them up on that advice. Cause I, I probably will. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll be getting DMs from us. Yeah. It's super awesome. I know I talked a lot. Um, no, but, that's the uh, point. <laughs> People want to hear you. They don't want to hear us. So it's, that's it's awesome. Perfect. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, I wish you guys all best of luck. If there's ever speaking uh, possibility at your brokerage you guys are doing a fantastic job yeah. uh, i'd love to come out there and check you guys out cool that's I'd love awesome to have you yeah perfect thanks so much cash have Thank a great so day much. and great, have weekend. A great weekend you too you bye too. Take care. bye bye